Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Here for the Crack with me, I'm Anil. I am just gonna straight up apologise for the blocked up nose, okay? Let's not ignore the elephant in the room, I know it sounds horrific, you're gonna have to work with me here. I feel like this is us now, until March, stuck with this. Although I did well to last until now. Anyway, I hope you all had a gorgeous Christmas and a nice New Year's Eve, whatever you got up to. Oh wow, did the four days in a row really hit me, but I knew that was going to happen. I was never under any illusion that it wasn't going to take me down. <laughs> but it's the one time a year it happens and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that being the time of year that I do that. So we had our girls Christmas dinner. We went out for, we usually just go to a BYO. So just to make things easier, you know, everyone can bring their own drink. We just kind of order to share and everything. Uh, we went to an Indian restaurant this year. It was so good. And then we just went out for drinks after. What other festivities have I been up to? Oh, then New or not New Year's Eve. Christmas Eve is my Nana's birthday. So we always have like a birthday lunch for her, right? And it was so cute. We went to my grandparents' house this year. We normally go out, but they wanted to have us this year because otherwise we wouldn't have like got to their house to see their Christmas decorations at all because they weren't having Christmas or anything. So we went to theirs, had lunch. And then after my papa was like, let's all go in the living room where they have their piano. He was like, can everyone make their way in the living room? <laughs> and then he like gave out everyone these Christmas hats and like, you know, those Christmas ears and stuff like the headbands with the antlers and stuff on them. He like gave out them. And then guys, no, I actually can't cope with this part. It's the cutest thing ever. He had pre-printed the lyrics to Christmas carols and he gave them out to everyone and someone, well, that side of the family are all very talented piano players none of us have picked that up unfortunately well actually my sister is decent when she practices but I don't know how often she actually practices these days she could be good if she wanted to anyway none of us apart from her picked up that talent but we all sat down and my cousin and my auntie played the piano and it's mad like my auntie I always forget how good she is like she can really play anything by ear like she can listen to a tune and then just like start playing the full piano version of it which is wild and all of them can like read music like you could put anything in front of them no matter how advanced and they just be able to play it such an amazing talent to have so anyway they're playing christmas tunes on the piano and we were singing along with our little sheet music i can't cope Christmas Eve night then, we went to our like local bar, saw everyone that we normally see, it's always just such lovely vibes on Christmas Eve. My brother wasn't there unfortunately to get paralytic and ruin Christmas. <laughs> all his friends were there though, all of them said it was weird him not being there and they were all significantly less drunk because he wasn't there like making everyone sink pints and take shot, taking shots, sorry. So... Maybe actually a good thing. No, I'm joking. Obviously, we missed him. Christmas Day, we went round to my auntie's house. I stuck to what I said. I was going to drive there and back. And I really, it didn't face me whatsoever doing that. Like, I'm more than happy to wait until after my dinner to start drinking. It's such a long day. And like, you're so tired from going out the last two nights as well. I felt like I could have had a nap before and after lunch. But you can't really do that in someone else's house. Do you know what I mean? I can't be like here... I'm way off to one of your bedrooms to have a nap and I also can't take up your whole sofa so I'm not going to do that. Whereas if you're in your own house you could maybe just kind of disappear for half an hour and resurface later being like oh I just had a little nap feeling refreshed. But yeah that wasn't really on the cards so I was happy enough to just chill and then 
uh, we went to our friends. Well, I went to pick up my boyfriend actually and called into his family house, said Merry Christmas to all of them, spent a bit of time chatting to them and stuff, exchanged presents and then drove me and my boyfriend to my family friend's house where the drinking and the party games and stuff began. Some really good games this year. I know, see, every time this game comes up on TikTok, it actually like drives me to insanity listening to it like I literally swipe straight away so I don't have to listen to it but you know that one that's like I'm gonna forget already the one marshmallow check it out woo yeah do you know what I'm talking about if you don't know what I'm talking about just ignore everything I'm saying right now because it's gonna sound like complete gibberish to you but you basically oh I don't even know how to explain it I'm not good at explaining games I just have to like do it and then you pick it up from that do you know what I mean I'm not a I, I don't explain them well and I don't learn by explaining you have to just do it and you pick it up but anyway if you know the game then you'll know exactly what I'm talking about and it was so funny like please try that game look up on TikTok one marshmallow and you'll work out what it is but it's a really funny round the table game especially if you've got like grandparents and stuff involved that like (laughs) like my papa just had not a fucking clue what was going on and it would get to him and we'd all be like looking at him ready for him to say check it out or whatever and he'd just be like no idea (laughs) we played five second rule it's always a good one you can get it on amazon it's literally just a little five second timer and the question master goes around asking everyone it's always name three of something so like name three places you you'll find a spider and you have flip the timer and you've got five seconds to do it. But like, obviously you panic a bit when you've only got five seconds and you're put in the spot like that, even though like nine times out of 10, it is really easy things. Also, we have a five second rule uncensored, which is quite funny. So it's not like really outwardly sexual or anything or really rude, but it kind of alludes to certain things. So automatically your brain goes to that place, even though there's other ways you could answer it if that makes sense so for example we didn't play this with the family by the way we actually didn't play this on Christmas day because we left it at our house accidentally we forgot to bring it to our friend's house we kind of thought that they also had it but anyway for example it might be like name three things you can suck but because you're thinking oh my god this is the uncensored game straight away your brain's like oh Jesus and then you forget the fact that you can actually just answer it like an ice lolly and I don't know I can't even think now a hard sweet and you do you get me like it always ends up with a lot of funny answers <laughs> we have a, an ongoing like phrase from the year before that someone answered <laughs> one blind five second roll uncensored and like it's literally he's never lived it down like it gets repeated to him on a daily basis that phrase of what he said um, in five second rule so yeah highly recommend that I'm trying to think if there was any other games that we played but to be honest I think that was it I think those two kept us pretty entertained boxing day I was honestly a corpse like we didn't get home from Christmas day we walked home at like four o'clock half three four o'clock by the time I got to bed it was probably half four or five I was a corpse on boxing day to the point that I actually didn't even want to go out. And actually, me and my friend were supposed to be having our little Christmas do on Boxing Night, but she cancelled it. So then I was like, right, to my boyfriend, are we going out? What's happening here? And then I was explaining my thoughts behind it. I was like, right now, I do not want to go out. It's actually probably the last thing I want to do. However, I'm very aware that this is the last kind of hurrah before sorry if you can hear my cat in the background last hurrah before new year's eve and then dry january so i feel like i should force myself to go out like i know that's not maybe the healthiest thing to do but also it's christmas and boxing night's always a really fun night 
I really rate Boxing Night. Everyone's in the best mood. Everyone's in their new Christmas clothes, wearing their new Christmas makeup and stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just a good night. And also, you don't have the worries of, like, ruining Christmas or going too far and then, like, being hungover the next day and having family stuff. Boxing Day is the end of it. So you don't have to worry about any of that shit. So it's always just such a fun night. Anyway, we decided, yeah, fuck it. Let's force ourselves to go out. And I've never been like less in the mood to go out like you know when you're really having to psych yourself up like I was having to jump up and down and like shake my arms about and try and like get some energy in me we made espresso martinis to try and give us a bit of a buzz in the taxi I was literally like what the fuck are we doing but then once we got there I was like I'm so glad we came and it was a cool night it was at a cool venue I've never so there's this venue in Belfast called Banana Block and I've only ever been there for like markets and things like Sunday markets and for the bagels and stuff because there's a bagel shop there but they sometimes have events there and I have never been to one of the events at it and that was my first time and it was actually really cool like the way they did it up inside was really cool however it was fucking freezing like I think it was more cold inside than it was outside oh and then we actually died to death after that to be fair my boyfriend was actually worse than me he like properly got the flu but I think mine was more just like consequences of your own actions kind of thing with a bit of a cold slash flu thrown in there. But I just think the week between Boxing Day and New Year's, that's what that time is supposed to be for. You're supposed to not get out of your pyjamas and sloth around the house all day and eat leftovers and eat crackers and cheese and binge watch Netflix. Do you know what I mean? Like that is what that time is for and that time is for you to do that and not feel guilty about it. So therefore what better time to feel like that (laughs) like it didn't even feel terrible because I didn't feel guilty about it do you know what I mean I'd also saved the last season of the crown to watch then because I am obsessed with the crown and I when it first came out I obviously wanted to watch it straight away but it's so good to be able to watch something with someone and my boyfriend hadn't watched the crown before so I was like right you catch up and then we can use that time between Christmas and New Year to binge watch it. So I gave him that time frame to catch up. No, he didn't catch up with the whole series. He just caught up with the kind of most recent cast. I think it would have been maybe like the two, one or two seasons prior to that where they've got, where Diana comes on the scene basically so that he knew what was going on and then he can go back and watch the rest at another stage. But yeah, last season of The Crime was really good. However, the last episode was a bit shite, but I feel like, I don't know, they just needed to kind of draw some finality to it. I feel like they, I don't know, has there been any rumours of there being another season of The Crown? I feel like they'll end it there. It's all getting a bit too recent now for them to do a series on it, I think. Also, maybe not enough has happened within that time. Well, actually, there's been a lot of deaths, but that's kind of boring. So, I don't know. There could well be another season, but I feel like that's a good point for them to stop it now. Oh my god, I've also discovered baths. Well, rediscovered baths, sorry. This is the thing when you have a bath in your house is you just get used to the fact that it's there and then like if you're not a regular bather you forget that it's there and then you just forget that you can get baths and it becomes like a once a year kind of thing and every time you do it you're like oh my god why don't I do this more often this is so amazing this is so lovely and relaxing I should make a habit of this and then a year passes and you do the same thing all over again and that was definitely the case of the bath in my family home and then when I moved I thought oh my god, I'm going to get good use out of this bathtub, surely. So the other night I decided to pour myself a bath and it was the most gorgeous time had. 
And then the next night I did the same thing again. And I think I'm going to make a habit of this. I think baths are my new thing. Turning off your, well, not necessarily turning off your phone, but like just leaving your phone in your bedroom. So it's completely out of access. Maybe putting on a podcast, putting on an episode or something. Although last night I actually had a silent bath, which might sound a bit weird, but I was just craving like quietness. Do you ever get that? When you spend a lot of time with people and you spend a lot of time consuming like media and stuff and then sometimes you just crave like silence and just for your own brain to have its own thoughts without being like drowned out by other things and I especially get that when I need to like you know when I need to think about stuff for the podcast when I need to think about ideas when I need to think creatively about things I really love that like quiet time where I can just kind of like go off on a tangent in my own head kind of thing you know or reading a book in the bath I feel like that would be really nice as well I need to get one of those things that you put over the bath where you can like rest stuff on it because then I could get one of those things that like holds up your kindle and then I can just like have that sat in front of me and I don't even need to hold the kindle up ultimate laziness I know like just hold the kindle but How nice would that be? Speaking of Kindles, I finished my 20th book of the year. Woo! Your girl hit her target. I decided the other day, I was like, right, I really want to hit this target. I'm sick of being in this reading slump. I'm clearly not going to finish any of the like five books I'm in the middle of because otherwise I would have finished them over the last month if that was the case. So let's just quickly download another book that's been on my list for a while that's not too long that I know I can get finished within the next few days and that'll just give me a good like reboot you know so that's what I did I downloaded convenience store woman very good book guys so surprised like really presently surprised by how much I enjoyed that book I wasn't I was kind of expecting it to be very Okay, if you've read Before the Coffee Gets Cold, you'll know what I'm talking about, where it's just very slow paced, very mellow, but it's quite comforting in a way where there's not like some crazy storyline. It's almost like reading a children's book. And I kind of thought Convenience Store Woman would be like that, judging by the blurb, because it talks about like how this woman living a very monotonous life, like working in a convenience store, like not really having any goals outside of that. And I just thought it would be a very kind of boring storyline. I don't know why I decided to download that to like give me motivation to read of all books but oh it was because of the length of it it was 175 pages or something and I thought I can do that in a couple days. I was so pleasantly surprised by how good the book was. It's about how this woman who is really happy and really content just living her life single working in a convenience store yet everyone else around her can't get over the fact that she could be content living her life like that. Like they're constantly trying to shove society's norms onto her constantly asking her are you married any boys in your life like no job progression are you are you applying for things outside and they just like can't wrap their head around the fact that she doesn't want more from life and that she could be happy in that and it's just really interesting to see it from her perspective and the messaging behind it is actually really beautiful so I really recommend that book this year's reading goal is going to be 24 books that is a book every other week which is very very achievable if you break it down right I finished that book the other day in I think it was two days maybe three days If you can finish a book, okay, actually, well, that was, let's say that was a half-size book. So that's double the amount of time that it would take me to read that. 
and it was only three it was only three sittings really that I sat down to read the book in three sittings which was two hours altogether. Kindle does tell you how long a book is going to take you to read it tells you like time left in chapter or time left in book which is really handy so when you actually break it down a normal size book is only actually four hours of reading you can get four hours of reading done realistically in four days if you really want to And I know lots of you listening to this right now are probably like, I don't have an order read, I don't have an order read. I thought that too. And then you look at your phone screen time and you realise actually you do have an order read. You just have to take an hour off your phone screen time. And if we're going by that and dedicating an hour a day to read, then realistically we could be doing a book a week. But I'm not going to jump the gun here and become um, overly ambitious. We'll start off with well not start off with we'll work our way up to a book every other week this year and then we'll up it next year again that's the that's the plan is to just keep upping it until I can eventually read a book a week because that is the dream like imagine actually being able to make a proper dent in your to read list every year by getting a solid like 50 books read in the year that is the dream I'd be so fucking educated I'm so at peace with myself. Like I feel so at peace when I'm reading and I know if I was reading more often, I'd feel so content about that. Okay, I'm so sorry. Last little update. I know this has been the world's longest intro, but I just have one more thing to tell you and then we'll get stuck in. This week, I learned to snowboard. I am going skiing next month. Or sorry, not... Yeah, next month when you're listening to this. I'm going skiing in February. And basically... I haven't been skiing since I was like 16 years old, but I have been a good like five or six times. Like I'm at the point now where I wouldn't get ski lessons, basically. I think on my last two trips, like I wouldn't have got lessons. It would have just been me, my brother, my friend and his friend just kind of going about the slopes together and then like, you know, meeting our parents for lunch and going skiing with them for a bit. The only person that would have stayed in ski school would have been my sister because she would have been a good bit younger than us at the time. So obviously when you first come out of ski school when you're younger and it's like really fun and you feel really free and like it's so wild that you can just like go out on the slopes like that with your pass and like not have lessons and not have any adult supervision and that's really fun. But I feel like that sense of fun and freedom only lasts for so long before you're like, okay, this is actually maybe a bit boring now. Like I kind of want a bit of a challenge and that's why you end up like, well, going on harder slopes and then maybe sometimes going off piste and like trying to do jumps and things like that because you want a bit more of a challenge. But I remember very clearly on my last ski trip thinking it would be so cool if I could snowboard. Like I would love to be able to snowboard. I think girls snowboarding, there's something so cool about it. But it looks so difficult and I know I'd have to like be fully in snowboarding school the way I would have been in ski school when I was a kid and like literally working my way up from the basics like learning how to put your boot into the board and like learning how to use the lift but on a snowboard instead of skis like really really starting from scratch which although has to be done and I get that like no matter what you do when you're learning something you know you have to start at the start like that the thought of like wasting three days on the slopes when you're there on holiday just learning like the basics and not getting off a green slope just like literally learning how to put your boots on and how to get it into the snowboard and then how to go on a lift and you know what I mean like the very very basics the thought of spending sufficient time like kind of wasted on that really put me off and I just thought like that time could be spent literally having a blast skiing with people I know and like just like being able to go wherever and whenever and meet my parents and have lunch with them and then go skiing with them do you know what I mean the thought of then having to like be a little baby back in ski school was a bit off-putting so I thought 
I'm going to be raging with myself if I do another ski trip and I don't actually give snowboarding a try. So why don't I try snowboarding before I go and get a little lesson on the fake slope here? And then I'll be able to judge based off of that whether I actually want to go ahead with it or whether I just want to continue with skiing. And at least I'll have like scratched that itch in my brain. So there's this kind of fake ski slope, I guess you would call it. Now, it's not one of those ones that they have in England where it's like the indoor fake slope with the fake snow. It's an outdoor slope that is, the surface is almost like an astroturf kind of surface and it kind of mimics the feeling of like an icy slope, I guess. So yeah, this is in a place called Craig Avon, which is about half an hour outside of Belfast. And basically they offer day lessons like group day lessons so it's from 10 a.m till 4 p.m and you can do beginner skiing or beginner snowboarding now there's no like different levels it's only they just have the day courses for learning as a beginner and so if you wanted to progress further you would either have to get like one-on-one lessons or you also can just like pay they've got like recreational ski and recreational snowboarding times where you could just pay for the hour and you could just go practice yourself if you're wanting to just you know, spend a bit of time practicing on your own without any lessons before you go away. So I did that a couple of days ago and it was so fun. Like you forget how fun it is just like being a complete beginner and learning something new and just feeling so humbled by it, but also just like having the best time ever and just feeling like a bit of a kid again. I honestly was so battered and bruised. Like snowboarding is not for the weak. Like it really takes it out of you. It takes so much core strength. You're falling constantly. I also seem to have really sore arms after it. Now, I don't know if that's something to do with falling constantly or if it was a... Is there anything involved strength-wise in your arms? I feel like there isn't. I don't know. Anyway, my whole body literally just felt black and blue after. That's kind of why I got the bath, actually. That's what initiated the baths. But I had so much fun and I'm definitely going to snowboard. And I'm actually thinking I should maybe go back there one more time for just a bit of muscle memory, you know? Because I was so sore after it, I'm thinking if I go back again and like readjust my body again to it, then I'll be less likely to be as sore than when we do go. So then I won't be like, you know, worried about being sore the whole week when I'm there and then just like having muscle fatigue and then not progressing as much as I want to. So I think I will actually go back maybe for a one-to-one or maybe just to do like the practice sessions. But you have a really good idea if you are like a beginner either in snowboarding or skiing. Like my boyfriend, he's coming with us and he's never skied before. So he's going to be a complete beginner, but he's doing the ski one there sometime this month. I just think it's so good because it just takes away, you know, that first day of like learning like the basic basics that kind of just ends up wasting a day like the real initial basics so that you don't like waste a full day doing that on the soaps basically and means you don't get put in with a really really shit like beginner beginner group like you'll be a more kind of mid-tier beginner group. Okay guys the time has finally come we're gonna be talking about 2024 ins and outs. I loved this episode last year so I've been waiting for this one. This is the most legit ins and outs list you will hear this January. Okay, number one on the ins, skirts over trousers. I don't care if you don't like them, it's in. (laughs) I'm not elaborating on that. Number two, sober curiosity, but also drinking margaritas. Like dabbling your toes in sobriety, doing dry January, (laughs) doing 
<laughs> Sorry, I'm just laughing because like obviously I'm just going to say this because it suits me to say it because I'm doing dry January. Doing sober October, dabbling in a bit of like, you know, having the odd dry month or the odd dry fortnight but then also being like get me a margarita (laughs) and like appreciating a good margarita do you know what I mean I'm gonna be the one to say it and smoking is in for this year and the only reason that smoking is in is because vaping has to be out like vaping needs to get so far out of 2024 that it's actually not even a thing by 2025 and in order to do that I'm gonna say I'm gonna make the call right now that smoking is in for this year in order to get everyone off the vapes I think that's what we need we need an overhaul we need the government to do us an overhaul and to encourage smoking to get rid of the vapes and then we can get off the cigs then next year smoking could be out do you get me because the thing is, vapes were originally created for getting people off cigarettes, for taking people who were heavily addicted to cigarettes and giving them something that still had nicotine in it, but maybe wasn't quite as bad for you, but you would replace having a cigarette with that. What we have created now in society is an absolute monster with everyone just vaping 24-7 and even people who never smoked vape 24-7 and now people who did smoke like full-time smokers are not only full-time smoking but have also thrown vaping into the mix and in places where they can't smoke like inside for example now vape it makes no sense we need to get rid of vaping anyway we'll talk about that on the outs actually no we won't that's it discussed that's it done okay late night cafe meetups And then I've written loads of question marks. Why aren't they open late? Recently, I saw a cafe in Belfast called Neighbourhood was opening late over the Christmas period. And they had live music and they were just selling like hot chocolates and Tribex and stuff. And I thought, we need more of that in our culture. Like if we're actually serious about the sober curiosity as well, yeah, and we want to still be meeting our friends, imagine how nice it would be to have like evening cafe meetups like let's stop this whole shutting at 4 p.m kind of thing and let's start making cafe culture a part of our our repertoire like in cyprus for example because we used to always go on holiday to cyprus when we were younger and i used to find it so cool that loads of the cafes there along like the big kind of main strip were open until like 10 11 p.m every night and you would just see like groups of young people with their coffees and their iced teas and their I don't know all these like funky drinks non-alcoholic drinks socializing until 11 o'clock we need that if we're gonna crack this drinking habit we need it and obviously it's a really nice winter thing isn't it to just like be able to go and get a nice cozy hot chocolate watch some live music it's right beside where I go to yoga as well so like the people I go to yoga with I was like oh my god let's go do a yoga class and then call in there after I didn't end up doing it okay but you know December is a busy time next in for 2024 no surprise here reading and also book clubs I completely forgot about last year's book club so I'm actually thinking I'm gonna start a book club again this year Let me know if it's something you'd be interested in. I don't really know how to go about navigating that and whether I'd want to do like in-person meetups or if I'd want to just keep it as an online thing. I don't know. If you have any suggestions, please let me know. But I would really love to do some sort of a book club this year. But yeah, reading's in, reading's cool, reading's hot. 
I don't need to say anything more. Okay, next one is, this is actually, I'm not taking credit for this. I read this on Instagram the other day on someone else's list and I thought it was hilarious and I have to include it on mine. Saying no as a full sentence, like just saying no and that being it, not having to elaborate on it, not having to explain yourself. Watch the amount of people that will just look at you and think, oh, (laughs) okay. Like, are you going tonight? No, that's it. Don't have to explain yourself. Don't need to say why. You could literally be lying in bed twiddling your thumbs. It doesn't matter. You're not going and you don't need to explain why. Okay, next in, being indifferent to body hair. And by being indifferent, I don't mean... Like, there's a difference between being indifferent and not caring about body hair to being anti-shaving, okay? And I would say I'm indifferent to it. Go off if you're um, anti-shaving and if you want to grow everything out. I back that. However, I think reaching a more neutral standpoint in this could be really beneficial for everyone because long gone are the days of being really anal about having to like shave your armpits every other day. We're past that. Who gives a fuck? No one cares apart from you. So just being a little more indifferent about it, like... You know, not being quite so, oh my God, I need to shave this week because I'm wearing a skirt. And not maybe being a part of your daily or weekly routine, but more just an afterthought of when you remember to once a month kind of thing. And never thinking that, like putting on whatever outfit you want, okay? A dress, a skirt, a short skirt, no tights. And never once it crossing your mind that you can't wear something because you need to shave. Like it's just there and that's it. And no one cares and no one sees it. Do you know what I mean? Like just practicing a bit of indifference towards it. I feel like that would benefit all of us. And don't get me wrong. I still love having like an everything shower. Like last night I had my everything bath. It was stunning. I exfoliated. I shaved literally every crevice in my body. I um, washed my hair. I did my tan after. I plucked my eyebrows. Like I did absolutely everything under the sun and it felt so good so I completely back that like I'm all for that and I love those kinds of nights but also if I didn't do that was I then gonna not wear a short dress on New Year's Eve because of that no do you know what I mean like doing it when it suits you as opposed to feeling like you have to do that on a weekly basis Okay, next in, very fitting after me talking about snowboarding there, picking up new hobbies slash being a beginner at something. It's humbling, it is childlike and it is so fun. It's scary, don't get me wrong, it's very scary picking up something new, being in a new environment, not knowing whether you're going to be good at something, in fact you might actually be completely shite at it, but that's all part of the fun and I feel like as adults we get so stuck in like what our routines and what we're good at and only doing things because we're good at them and actually taking a step back from that and just like allowing yourself to be shit at something and be a beginner at something is a very liberating experience and I highly recommend it to everyone and that's in for 2024. Okay next in oh this kind of follows on from that one actually another in is taking the same approach to exercise as we did in primary school. What I mean by that is not everyone may relate to this, but I know for me in primary school, I was very blessed where I kind of like, I was one of those kids that did everything. 
my parents put us into absolutely everything and that's like a huge privilege to be able to say that I completely understand that but also in general you do just do more when you're a kid don't you like you're in more after school clubs and you do like different hobbies in PE and I don't know you just like have a more varying kind of idea or weekly routine of exercise but you don't really think of it as exercise as a kid you think of it as like all these different hobbies that you have and we get so like fixated as an adult on our exercise that we're good at so for example if you're a runner maybe you just run or if you like yoga and pilates maybe you just do yoga and pilates or if you're a weightlifter in the gym you only go to the gym and you get so stuck and focused on this thing because that's what you're trying to do and that's what you're trying to improve at and you're trying to maybe achieve a certain you're trying to get pbs or you're trying to achieve a certain physique or you're trying to get goals in other ways and as a result you think that you need to only do that thing when in actual fact you can be fit and healthy and do lots of different things and it not matter like you don't have to commit yourself to being a gym girly solely or being a runner or being only a yoga girly do you know what I mean you can have all these different things that you do throughout the week like you can have Monday for dance you can have Tuesday for Pilates you can have Wednesday for weightlifting it doesn't matter like yeah you might not be striving towards like this one goal in the gym but ultimately if it makes you happy and the kind of variation is fun and exciting I think we should take more of a that kind of approach to exercise as opposed to like knuckling down to this thing that we have to do in order to achieve a certain goal we can just treat it more like we did when we were kids and it was just like I don't know Wednesday is my ballet day and Thursday is my hockey day do you know what I mean we don't need to be so obsessed I think with being a certain type of health and fitness girly we can just enjoy it all for what it all is and what everything brings to us. Next in is creative outlets. Not enough people give themselves the time and the space to be creative. Like even if you're you don't consider yourself to be a creative person, a lot of people box themselves off as not being a creative person just because they're in a particular type of job or just because they weren't good at art in primary school. But actually creative outlets are really important for everyone and I think giving yourself that time whether it be you know one weeknight a week or every other weekend to have like a painting night or to learn how to crochet or to I'm really bad at thinking of examples but do you know what I mean there's so many different things you can do like DIY projects in your house and I just think having creative outlets is so important for your mental sanity honestly uh next up is educating yourself just educating yourself. Too many people are complacent in how educated they are and not willing to learn more. Like, pick up a book, please. I beg. Okay. <laughs> Stop getting all your knowledge from TikTok, even though I love doing that. Off-grid weekends or no phone evenings. We are so contactable 24-7 and we're expected to be contactable 24-7. Like, if a parent rings you and you don't answer and then you don't call them back till the next day, it's like, oh my God, what's wrong? What was, were you okay last night? Can we relax on that a wee bit? Like, let's normalize just going off grid for a weekend and not having to explain why. And that just being like a normal thing that people do in society or 
as I said, like doing it from the evening and just like your phone not being in your sight until your alarm goes off the next morning and not having to answer for anyone in that time. Do you know what I mean? Let's normalize that. Next up is rowdy dinner parties. What I mean by that is because dinner party sounds like quite a mature and like sophisticated thing to do. But I want like rowdy dinner parties that end up in like dancing on the tables and going on to all hours. So like kind of starts off a little bit sophisticated and mature, but actually has no intention of staying that way. But means you don't have to go out and get taxis. Speaking in code, you know when you're younger and you do that A B A B J D. You know I don't even remember how you do that, but like you're just speaking code so no one could understand you, but you and your friends. More of that, like more people creating their own ways to speak so that no one else understands them, or maybe just learn a different language. Actually, that could work, but that's probably more effort. Like a while ago, I was with a group of friends up the north coast. And they were all like fully speaking in code. And it was so fun to try and like understand what everyone was saying. And then by the end of the trip, I was also speaking in code. And then no one else understood us. Baths. Men not being afraid to shop in women's wear. Like in the same way I would go and browse the men's section and look at their hoodies and their jackets and stuff. Men being open to browsing the women's section as well and being like, oh, I've heard the women's t-shirts here are nice or... I feel like women's wide leg trousers are always a nice fit and like being open to going and looking at the women's wear. We need more of that. Oh, this one is a big, big in for 2024 and that is girl identity. We have seen the rise of the girl identity this year from girl dinner to girl side table, girl coffee table, girl bathroom, girl math, girl what else? I don't know, but I just love that girl is becoming its own identity within womanhood that is not centered around femininity and I do want to do a whole podcast talking about this but I just need to get my my thoughts in order before I do that but I'm obsessed with it and I love this identity that we're creating that's so um so not following the kind of hyper feminine norms that are normally kind of associated with women and it's more like the messy and the I don't know it's like it's such a hard thing to explain but it's you just get it you just get it as a woman do you know what I mean and it's like so hard to explain to men but that's why it's so amazing and I want to see more of this I want to see us um coming together more as a community and relating to each other more in these different ways and like Yeah, I want to see just more about girlhood. Okay, trendy health things, for example, cold water swimming, green juices or greens powder, saunas, what else? I don't even know, but just, you know those trendy health things that people like will roll their eyes at? Stop rolling your eyes at them. They're trendy for a reason because they actually make you feel amazing and also they're good for you. So who's that hurting? Oh, this is in telling your engagement story. Like, let's normalize non-influencers coming onto Instagram and telling their full engagement story. I'm a nosy bitch. I want to know absolutely every little detail. I want to know if you had any suspicions. I want to know if you picked your ring. I want to know if your family was onto it. I want to, I just, I want all the details, okay? So let's just like put everything aside for a second and just come onto social media and tell that story. Watching YouTube like it's Netflix. Like the way we used to, 
when I was like 15. I want to bring that back. And now that I live on my own, I am kind of bringing that back, to be honest, for myself. But I want more people to bring that back for themselves. This one might be a bit controversial and it is air tagging or chipping people. Now, I don't mean to do this in a way that like breaches human rights. Like everyone has the right to be off grid if they want and just for people to not be able to constantly track them. I don't mean in a sense where I think you should be constantly trackable. However, I do think, you know, a precautionary chip would actually be so good, like in cases of emergency. Imagine how many times where children go missing, or for example, when someone's involved in a crime and you can prove that you weren't there because your chip says otherwise, you know what I mean? But I don't know, we're very quick to air tag things these days. Suitcases, we also chip our pets. So like, why aren't we chipping kids so they don't get kidnapped? I don't know. It's just something to think about. Next in is taking yourself less seriously. Now, there's a time and a place for taking yourself seriously. Like, I'm not saying that taking yourself seriously is out. However, I am saying that taking yourself less seriously more often is in. Do you ever get those moments of realisation where you're kind of just taking yourself a bit too seriously, getting too stuck into something like getting too overwhelmed by things, getting too sad by something that actually doesn't matter, maybe being in a bit of a depressive era in a bit of a slump in your bed and then you have a moment of realisation you're like, nothing fucking matters. Stop taking life so seriously. More of that. Okay, let's move on to the outs. First up, we've got vaping. I've already said that. Next up, the clean girl aesthetic. I've just seen too much of this. I'm over it. Like, good for you if you're a clean girl aesthetic, but we don't all need to aspire to be like that because ultimately the majority of us aren't like that and life doesn't look like that and life is messy and my hair is frizzy and I'm not a clean girl and I will never relate to the clean girl or yeah it's just not me it suits some people and it doesn't suit others but I'm sick of seeing it absolutely everywhere all the time like it just took over too much for too long okay next up out some beds I think I said this in my 2023 outs but they're still out for 2024 in case anyone forgot just thought I'd remind you there is such thing as fake tan we can still be tanned all year round we just don't need to damage our skin my darlings tiktok filters why have they literally just become so accepted to the point that people will do full story time videos just with TikTok filters on and no one says a word? No, let's get rid of them. Bubble tea or anything of the sort? I've never got the hype. I've never understood the hype. People queuing down the road for bubble tea. Like, get a coffee, get a juice. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I just don't get this. Next up, something I am passionate about is body types being trendy. When are we ever going to learn that female body types are not a fashion trend? They can't just chop and change. Like we can't just let people tell us that they're just chopping and changing the body type trends and therefore we have to all adjust as a result of that. Your body is your body and yes, you can work with your body to to maybe lose a bit more fat or to gain a bit more muscle in somewhere or to get more curvy and that's fine if you want to do that but we can't be out here constantly thinking that we need to be like really altering ourselves to fit trends because 
it's just not possible. It's not possible without surgery and we can't live our lives constantly thinking of the next surgery to be getting to fit a certain trend that then actually becomes out of trend and then you want to remove that and then get some other kind of surgery. It's not a sustainable way to live. The big light, it's out. It's always been out. I hate the big light with a burning passion. I've written in brackets beside this, apart from bathrooms, that is the only time when the big light is socially acceptable, is in bathrooms. I don't know why that is, why I'm okay with the big light in the bathroom. Maybe something about because you're cleaning yourself, you have to be you have to be able to see everything fully. You don't need it to be so moody. However, anywhere outside of the bathroom, the big light is there's no need for it. We can just get rid of them all, to be honest. It's an accessory at this point. And people that actually use the big light scare me. Okay, next up, taking huffs. That's out. I used to be a big huffer back in my day. I used to love taking a good huff and letting everyone know that I was in a huff, like being a drama queen about it. And it's so stupid. Like you're being so annoying right now. Literally no one cares. Like go take your huff. You're not getting the attention that you wanted from that huff. Okay. Because huffs are out. (laughs) Like, huffs are out and communicating is in. Just being open and honest about what you're annoyed about and therefore not having to huff about it and just talking about it, that's in. Overanalyzing your appearance. And what I mean by that is, like, picking yourself apart to the most ridiculous degree that no one else is ever going to pick you apart to. I get that we all have our bad days and or day you know those days where you wake up and you actually don't even think you look like yourself like you just think you look like a complete monster definitely a hormonal thing but on those days like just stop looking in mirrors stop opening your camera you don't need to look at yourself you don't need to overanalyze yourself in those times just accept you're having a bad day and move on with it and understand that you've a lot more to offer than what your face looks like on that particular day since i've moved house the placement of my mirrors has made such a difference to how much I picked myself apart. Now, I've gotten to a place where I actually have like a very good relationship with my body and everything, like just with myself in general. And I don't really pick myself apart too much. However, everyone is prone to having those days. But what I've realized is that mirror placement is very key to this. So I now have a big full length mirror in my bedroom, but it's at this other side of my bed to the side of the door. So what that means is that I don't just constantly pass myself in the mirror. I have to actively go to the other side of my bed to look in the mirror or to use the mirror or, you know, to sit down and do my makeup or to see what my outfit looks like. I don't just constantly pass it when I don't necessarily want or need to see myself. And as a result of that, I actually just think about how I look a lot less. And I think that is the aim in life is to just actually think about that less because the less you're thinking about that the less you're going to think about it negatively and it's the same in my bathroom as well currently I have a mirror that is quite high up like I can pretty much only see my chin up in the mirror now I actually think there is something good about getting used to your naked body and like seeing yourself naked often and I do actually really back that so I do think I need another mirror somewhere so I can start like you know seeing my naked body more often because I do think that's a really key part of like actually loving yourself however at the moment I'm what I'm just trying to explain now I'm only seeing like neck up when I come out of the shower or the bath or whatever I'm just in the bathroom washing my hands and stuff I only see neck up and 
it's also not like a big HD mirror that makes me like pick my skin apart the way my old one did in my family home. I've not been picking my skin half as much. Actually, I, it's reduced significantly like to probably a tenth of what I was doing before just by the mirror that is in my bathroom. So I actually think if you can strategically think about placement of mirrors in your home it will really affect your relationship with yourself and like how much you think it'll affect your body image because as a result you'll think less about your body anyway yeah I actually do want to do an updated episode talking about body image because I know I spoke about that before but I think I'm due another one outs for 2024 veneers I'm sorry they scare me. Like seeing Tanimoto's veneer just fall out like that on TikTok. I don't know if everyone saw that. I can't. They terrify me. No one in their right mind should be getting their teeth shaved down like that to then get fake ones put on top. Like just get a bit of bonding. I beg you. You don't need to go get veneers, please. It's such a permanent change that you literally cannot get back in your life. And like teeth are such a important thing that really scares me that you'd just be like so willing to shave them down like that I don't know okay this next one's just a very me thing and I'm really sorry if you're a brown and a beige girly but I've said it before in my um like in my fashion episode where I was going through everything I hate I am not a brown or beige girl and when I see like full brown or full beige outfits it really stings me to my core. So I'm saying all brown slash beige outfits are out for 2024. <laughs> but you know what? Sometimes I see it and people really suit it and I back it. But I just like anytime I've tried on like a full brown outfit or a full beige outfit, it actually pains me. Okay, queuing for anything. Just anything. Can we be done with queuing? I do not like queuing for anything. Queuing for flights, queuing for coffee, queuing for food queuing for getting into a bar queuing for clubs like no just go to the place next door or just be more strategic about the time that you go there so that you're not hitting queues the only time I will happily stand in a queue is for my cafe o oat milk latte because I know how good it is and because I know it's not going to take that long like realistically I'm not down the street I'm in the shop four or five people away from the front it's not going to be that long and that's the only time I will queue apart from that queuing's out people that suck the life out of you like people that just completely drain your energy no time for that sausage dogs sorry that's a controversial one and I'm not saying I don't like sausage dogs in fact I fucking love sausage dogs and I think they're adorable however I think they're out Do you know what I mean by that? Like, I think everyone's got a bit sick of them and their yapping and their neediness. And because they're so small, they get so used to being like held and carried constantly. So then when they're not held and carried, all they do is yap on the ground. And they're just like the neediest little things ever. And also because they're so tiny, because everyone's getting the miniature ones now. And because they're so, so tiny, their brains must literally be the size of a pea. So they're impossible to train to do anything. Like they just piss and shit everywhere there's no telling them otherwise so sausage dogs are out but that's not to say I dislike sausage dogs in fact I love them and anyone I know that has a sausage dog I think they're adorable I would just never get one myself and I think that sausage dog trend is has come to an end TikTok scrolling try telling that to me last night literally scrolling for about three hours when I said I was going to get an early night the thing is about TikTok scrolling is that the second you go on to the app you are 
setting yourself up for fail because it sucks you in. So the key is to not actually go on in the first place. The key is to, in that moment when you're about to go on, to be like, actually, no, I'm going to pick up my book right now before I go to sleep and do the healthy thing. Because once you start for 10 minutes, you're like, oh, just another 10 minutes, just another 10 minutes. Next thing, it's 3am. So TikTok scrolling's out. Fast fashion hauls are out. I don't want to see another Zara haul. I don't want to see another PLT haul. Haven't been seeing them as much this year, to be fair. I think I did put this in my 2023 outs. So I'm happy that I haven't seen too many of them. I'm all for if you want to shop fast fashion shop fast fashion like if that's you if that's what you can afford if that genuinely is like your shop of choice go for it but these like big excessive 400 pound hauls and then people being like but I can't afford to shop elsewhere it's like babe come on now (laughs) you just spent 400 pound on PLT like you could have taken that anywhere else And it's also just, you know, when it's like overly trendy stuff and you just know that stuff is getting worn maximum twice before getting dumped in the charity shop. Next out is blazers. I don't hate blazers. I'm not saying that all blazers are out. In fact, a nice blazer with the right outfit is absolutely stunning. But like blazers with everything needs to be out. Like blazers with leggings and blazers with, I don't know, like just, you know, when people wear blazers with absolutely everything just like vary up the jacket selection a little bit maybe you know just a suggestion um hating women all of a sudden once they're successful why do people love to do this we build women up so much we love them like we think they're really relatable when they're not successful and then all of a sudden we see them being successful and everyone loves to hate on them can we not like appreciate and big up a woman a successful woman I'm so sick of seeing that. Like women should, successful women shouldn't have to come and like justify themselves and try and make themselves relatable and try and be like, oh, but I was once this and I did do this and I didn't always make this much money. And like, there was a time and day when I was like scraping pennies together. Like who cares? Let's just support successful women. What about that? Instead of trying to tear them down once they get to the top. You see this happen so much on social media and with like business women and stuff as well commenting on people's weight or weight change in a positive or negative way I just think it's such a touchy thing and you don't know what people are going through and you don't know if they're associating their weight gain or their weight change as a good or a bad thing so let's just stop commenting on people's weight full stop it's not a difficult thing to do I said it last year I'll say it again straight white men with podcasts they're out gin bit of a random one gin really had its moment for a few years didn't it I would argue actually that gin was out last year gin had its solid five years I'm gonna say and everyone picked up on it everyone was a gin and tonic drinker gin and soda gin and lemonade you could literally buy any flavored gin under the sun like it became hot topic there were so many new gin brands and all these mad different flavors and now gin is out (laughs) I hate to say it it's not actually like I know loads of people well loads of people I know are still big gin and tonic drinkers but for me I just think gin's out I'm over it it was overdone like I'm sick of that taste in my mouth it was too dry next out is anything Barbie related and that's not me hating on the Barbie movie and the Barbie era 
and you know everything that came with that in fact that was a very fun time did I think the movie was the best no I didn't but I liked everything that came with it however I'm completely done with it and I don't want to see anything Barbie related in 2024 okay we're coming to the end here putting celebrities on a pedestal I feel like more people need to meet celebrities and meet the people that they put on this pedestal to then realize that they shouldn't be putting them on a pedestal and that they're actually just normal people. The more people in society that can meet their kind of like ultimate celebrity crushes, the better because then we can just like get rid of this whole idolizing celebrities bullshit. And because the less we idolize them as well, then the less things we hold them to and the less like high standards we have for them and then therefore the less then hate they'll get when they do fuck up and stuff and the more just like understanding and empathy they'll be for people because they are just people. I don't know, people that really idolize celebrities kind of scare me a wee bit. I obviously get looking up to people or like, you know, really loving their music or their music having got you through a really hard time or loving their work in movies and everything. Like I get loving their craft or their work and really appreciating it but don't think they're this like otherworldly non-human person that like is completely flawless and only does good and would never step a foot out of line it's a silly idea and then it causes so much hysteria when around when they do anything basically okay last one spiraling and thinking that things are the end of the world I guess this is kind of like similar to when I said that taking yourself less seriously was in but I would be a big spiraler like I'm a huge overthinker and I will spiral and before you know it, I'm having an existential crisis everything's the end of the world you know my problems are the biggest problems ever to be known to man no I'm joking that's obviously not the case I know that's not the case but you know what I mean? Just getting yourself into those spiraling mindsets. It's out. Like, take a minute to breathe. Realize who the fuck you are. You're that bitch. And then take yourself less seriously and let's move on with our lives. There's no need to get stuck in this spiraling pattern. That's what I'm telling myself anyway. Okay, guys, I hope you enjoyed my ins and outs for 2024. Please let me know what yours are. Scroll up in Spotify and I'll say, what did you think of this week's episode? Tell me what your ins and outs for 2024 are. I need to know. I actually find this shit so entertaining, so please do. I hope you guys had a lovely New Year's Eve. Happy New Year. I love you all so much. Thank you all for your continued love and support on the podcast. Here's to another beautiful year of Here for the Crack with my absolute queens. My ride or dies. I love you guys. I'll speak to you in next week's episode. Bye.